I really like this topic because I actually think I want to... Well, you, you will see, you will see. Okay. <clears throat> Jesus, I have such a table salad on my table. A what? It's, I don't, yeah, I probably don't say that in English, but we say kabelsalat, table oh, salads, when it's all tangled so up. many cables and all tangled up. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I'm ready. It's <laughs> perfect. Let's get this party started. Okay. All right, let's I do this. I had a snack. I have a half-built bed in my bedroom. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Perfect. You have your XL drinking cup. Hey. Whatever's in there. Hey, <laughs> leave that alone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's the size of your head. It's even bigger. What do you mean? It's it's way bigger. It, okay, well. But for my what do you say it for my advantage, not advantage, whatever. There in is, your defense. Yes, thank you. In my defense, there was water in it, so. Okay. <laughs> this time. <laughs> okay. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Hi. This is our whatever is the episode. Six. This is our next episode. Seventeenth. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And. It's weird. Yes, for everyone not knowing, this is the Unscientific Scientist podcast. My name is Sophia. I'm Maya. Yes, and that's about it. You have the, to yeah, know about us. That's it. Like, there's nothing else. <laughs> what I love about our podcast name is that it's so perfectly self-explaining. Uh, Describing, yeah. Yes. It is It is us. <clears throat> like, the, the shit that we talk about sometimes, it's scientific, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> we are scientists, not really. We're like on going scientists yes, so we try yeah, to be exactly yeah so it's like an uns unscientific scientist it's perfect yeah it's perfect yes so we are here in our 17th episode and we have a new topic of course mm -hmm. and today we're going to talk about dreams mm -hmm. yes maya came up with the idea and i immediately loved it so well, we kind of have like an ongoing um situation when when every once in a while like whoever chooses we just like throw like three four topics to the other one and the other one's choosing yeah but i like it it's a good system me too it's it's nice like i'll tell you you kind of what i'm in the mood for and you choose between those so it's nice exactly it's perfect yeah so this time it's my turn with the facts check so i'm gonna start and then maya is gonna continue with have, her story she chose for today i have a story it's gonna be a long one so buckle up but you're not fucking ready like this is just it, okay yeah I'll, I'll tell you later yeah i don't know i i think actually i've like we already i already heard some pretty pretty fucked up stories from you so i think i'm actually kind of used to it already if i like i i like to say that no i mean like you know me you're you're used to my usual morbidness and stuff um this is not it's it's just like the whole story like when you think it's not gonna get like more weird it will so it's just like you'll see so you start okay okay so <laughs> i'm very excited for it so first it's my turn facts check with sophia on dreams let's go <laughs> oh my god yeah so first off um it may gonna sound a bit disappointing but there is actually a lot that experts don't know about 
dreams in general, like why people dream and where dreams come from. That's But we know... exactly what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> But we know a little bit and what we know, I will tell you. Of course, there is. Ugh, there is, of course. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna start. This is starting very good. Um, Of course, there is a lot more to say about dreams that I'm gonna tell you. But I think I've chose the most interesting facts. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So first about dreams, like why are we dreaming? And the like the most popular theory right now is that like dreaming helps you consolidate and analyze memories, like skills and habits. And it also is supposed to serve as a rehearsal for various situations and challenges that one like that you face during daytime. And when do you dream? Uh, this can be answered after you know what kind of like what kind of sleep stages we have. So we have like five sleep sleeping stages. The first is um, of course wake, like being awake. The second is called N1, which is kind of like the falling asleep phase, I think. Then we have the third stage with N2, which is light sleep. And we have the fourth stage with M3. Let me, let me guess, N3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's deep sleep. And we have the fifth uh, stage with it, which is called no. Oh, God. <laughs> it's it's called um, REM, so R E M. You may oh, yeah, know obviously. that one. It's short for rapid eye movement. Mm -hmm. And this is actually the stage where you have the most vivid dreams. And But it's also at the same time the shortest stage you will have during the night. Mm -hmm. You also dream during the other stages of sleep, but they tend to be less vivid and therefore you might not remember them as, remember them as well. And um, it, yeah, so the other stages are like longer than the rest stage and they kind of like repeat each other in like a circle four to five times a night so you enter the, those stages basically several times during the night if you have like a yeah healthy sleep i would say is it like random or no it's the it's it's um you know in this what's the english word for fine folge? uh uh i guess like a like an order that they follow each other yeah exactly like this is the order and this order repeats itself four to five times ah, okay. a night okay, okay yes i thought you mean just the rem ah uh, no no yeah so um also very interesting we believe that the brain stem generates the rem sleep and the forebrain generates dreams so we can say this because we know like studies have shown that if the brain stem is injured those patients patients still dream but they don't go into rem sleep anymore and the other way around if the forebrain is injured patients don't dream anymore but still go into REM sleep can you survive without REM sleep good question uh, I don't know I think so okay. but uh, it's probably not really healthy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, obviously, like you said, if people have like brain injury, that's usually not healthy. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I was just, logical. I was just curious. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a good question, but on, um, I unfortunately can't answer it. <laughs> Sorry. I have many more questions like that. Perfect. Love that. So, <laughs> um, another question that um I kind of like had for myself: why, why are dreams like so strange? And I found something that. That would kind of like try to explain it from a 
neuroscience point of view, basically. And studies say that um, dreams seem so strange because of neurotransmitters or brain chemicals Mm -hmm. that are like during the REM stage sleep are more pronounced while others are suppressed. So for example, uh, acetylcholine, I have no idea if I said this correct, probably not. It's probably a yeah, brain said chemical. It in German. Yeah. <laughs> Acetylcholine. I, I have yeah, sorry, I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. But yeah, it, uh, uh, whatever. It is very prominent during sleep, which maintains brain activation. Mm-hmm. And also very prominent during sleep is dopamine, which some researchers link to hallucinations. So this could be the reason why dreams seem so surreal, kind of like and strange. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's sorry, maybe I'm like like my brain is not working right now but (laughs) so this basically means that like the parts of your brain are active that are kind of active when you're hallucinating and stuff um it's a it's not a part of the brain but it's more like like a like a chemical that is yeah like a chemical compound or a neurotransmitter in your brain okay yeah so about the question how long dreams usually last i can't really give you an answer for this because we simply don't no mm-hmm. uh, researchers haven't really found a way to study this yet but we know that the relationship between space and time changes when you dreams mm-hmm. like you may remember yourself like that some dreams seem to last forever or some pass like very quickly mm-hmm. and have you heard about the new stuff that um i don't know if it's true or not or if it's just like one of those you know like internet um rumors mm-hmm. but apparently there are or um, somewhere, someone, I don't even know who, um, they they are figuring it out, how to make your, how to like transform your dreams into an actual image. No, I haven't heard of that. It's probably not true. It was one of those like, you know, Instagram oh rumor or whatever the heck, but like, I really hope it's not true. <laughs> I was about to say the same because like, what the hell, I don't want this fucked up shit to look as an actual image what i dream because like not just that but like i don't know i would feel violated i know it sounds weird right like it's very personal my dreams so personal yes they are personal and then like it's like your deepest you know like thoughts and memories and like things that you even if you you're like awake you would never think of them but your brain does anyway yeah i don't know it's just let's I get God, the I, I get the scientific point of view, you know, like we want to understand that, that's fine. But like yeah. let's not put it in the fucking picture. Yeah, I mean there are some things who just don't have to be invented. Exactly. There are just like <laughs> some things that should be left in my brain. Yeah, exactly. And me forgetting everything as soon as I wake up. That's for a yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. Weird. Sorry, talk. I inter- interrupted you. Continue. No worries. No worries. Um if you may have ever asked that question, if dream every night i can tell you that most people actually do dream every night but like you don't most of the time you don't remember your dreams every Mm -hmm. time which makes sense of course because like we all know that you wake up you had a dream and you immediately forget it like it happens a lot Mm -hmm. so maya did you ever try to kind of like uh interpret interpret your dreams yes yes So you googled what does this mean? My ex mm-hmm. cheated on me in my dream. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, just with with my current one. But yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I asked myself the same thing, like dream interpretation. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? Hmm. We all know that, like, we may not all know, but Sigmund Freud, for example, is pretty famous for his kind of like start uh, with his research about dream interpretation. Oh, okay. And like he's a Austrian psychologist and, you know, set some milestones for psychology, but also for dream interpretation. But like he's, today... He's pretty famous. So I, I think yeah. most people who listen to this will know who Sigmund Freud is. Yeah, yeah. So today some experts uh, say that like dream interpretation is completely subjective. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't really believe when you like Google my ex... I'm just taking it as an ex- uh, example. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 boyfriend cheated on me what does it mean like in my dream he cheated on me what does it mean and when you google it and it gives you an answer i wouldn't really believe that this is true what the internet then says because like it's general it's you can like generate dream interpretation yeah like, that's I, what they say i think it's it's more like horoscopes you know yeah like star yeah. signs and stuff some people yeah. believe in them some people don't it's mostly like it's more about like your belief system and stuff like that i wouldn't think too much of it yeah same actually because like if you really want to know and discuss like your dreams and you know further kind of like know what they might mean Mm -hmm. i would suggest going to a psychologist who specializes on dream interpretation yeah but that's that's a little bit different you know like um it's not like what we were talking about before it's kind of like oh i saw a blue bird what does that mean yeah exactly it's it's it it means that i don't know a fucking stranger will come into your door and it will knock twice uh, but like if you go to a you know psychologist and a psychologist would like try to figure out what your dreams mean that would probably go down to your own you know psyche yeah exactly. not about the stranger so on the door that's what i mean with um dream interpretation is subjective it is not mm-hmm. objective like you can generalize yeah. one part of a dream for every person so yeah that's what i basically wanted to say with this and yeah maya when do you think or do you remember your last nightmare uh honestly i don't have nightmares really jesus yeah i don't i don't um my dreams are the other side usually like the flip side if you want to call that i dream about like weird shit and then the weird shit actually happens oh okay so you're a witch i mean but we all know that already (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways (laughs) it's like i don't have like like weird my my husband has weird um nightmares and stuff but he actually likes them like he likes horror movies too anyways Mm -hmm. it's 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 weird but like i don't have like nightmares nightmares with like someone chasing me or something okay i mean i have i have them very very rare Mm -hmm. but i do have them from time to time and it's just like a horrible feeling you have while you're sleeping and when you wake up you're just all sweaty and you're super like like Exhausted. you don't yeah if you're exhausted you don't feel like you got really s- to sleep basically yeah i'm not saying i never had a nightmare but just like i don't have them often at all yeah i don't remember the last time i had one I knock mean, on wood a good thing <laughs> because like reasons why some people can have nightmares um are stress anxiety or irregular sleep mm-hmm. which i think could be the reason why i have nightmares from time to time mm. but who knows and and also other reasons for medi- uh, nightmares can be also medications or uh, mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. But um, people who have the actual the most nightmares are people with PTSD. 
PTSD. Yeah, that yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> when you mentioned medications, I completely forgot about that. But some of the medicine actually says it, like you know, with the side effects and stuff, that you can have like nightmares, and it's interesting. It actually says that on the package. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, that before. I didn't know that. Yeah. Jesus. You know, next fuck? to next to like the the normal stuff, like when you have a fucking cold medicine, and uh, the side effects are cold like symptoms, death, brain aneurysm, <laughs> cancer. <laughs> cancer nightmares so yeah you know, just the usual stuff yeah well i i encourage everyone to just like once when you feel like it read the back of the 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 paper of whatever medicine you're taking not sure i want to do that yeah i'm pretty <laughs> sure you don't but whatever <laughs> oh yeah okay um now let's get to my favorite part of this facts check lucid dreaming of course oh my god yes Yes, it's a very interesting. Have you I ever know, done it? Subject. I have almost never. I would say, but like once really? or twice by accident, kind of like you know spontaneously, I've mm -hmm. had a lucid dream. Yeah, you? I have. Yes, definitely, hundred times. I love it. So damn, that's cool. There's um, there's some free promo for this dude, but there's an app. Um, that is called um, Relax and Sleep Well. You can download it on like, you know, like the App Store, whatever the fuck. But, um, and he has like multiple detailed um, walkthroughs and he basically just like teaches you how to uh, lucid dream. Nice, that's cool. And, it's, and it works like, for you. Like you yes. do it on purpose or yeah. does it happen for you also spontaneously? No, it doesn't. If I want to do it, I will do it. But if I don't, I don't. It, he kind yeah. of like trains you to do it. It's really fun. And he, yeah. Even has like a couple like free stuff but you you can obviously like you know buy each kind mm -hmm. of lesson or like sleep whatever but it's really cool and he has like a very relaxing voice to me my husband heard it and he was like ew i'm not listening to that so i guess <laughs> it depends on the person he's okay. english i think mm. well i of course also um research like methods on how to lose a dream because like i'm very very like personally curious about it and like i want to try to get into it actually actually mm. See so you in our dream. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Um, there's actually an audiobook <clears throat> that I loved when I was younger um, where they kind of like can meet in dreams mm -hmm. that's super cool but anyways <clears throat> lucid dreaming you can train those like some techniques to mm -hmm. like like to train your mind to notice your own consciousness while you're dreaming and yeah so those techniques are designed to help you regain or maintain consciousness as you are and as you like enter REM sleep mm -hmm. and I have oh ah, yeah sorry um about lucid dreaming one more thing um I think everyone knows what it is but for those who doesn't know it it's being conscious during a dream so you know you're dreaming and then you can basically whatever you want because you have the control and about like some experience about lucid dreaming people um reported that it can feel very vivid and real mm -hmm. others say that they feel a bit hazier or some say that these dreams like feel basically different every time so how did lucid lucid dreaming feel for you maya um 
I would say it's not the same every single time for me, at least. Sometimes it's like super vivid and sometimes it's like, and like a lot of things happening. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I'm just like there vibing. So it's not. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like you always have control over the dream? Oh, no, no, no. That is lucid dreaming. So like when, okay. you, when you decide to do stuff yourself and you know that you're dreaming. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like the feeling of it, sometimes a lot of stuff yeah. happening and sometimes i'm just vibing in a fucking garden so <laughs> yeah nice okay about um those lucid dream techniques i read of someone he's called dr stephen or stephen laberg laberg i have no idea how to say it he has like also done like a lot of studies on the subject and also not the yeah kind of like develop techniques you can do to learn how to lucid dream mm -hmm. yeah and have you, you heard can... about sorry don't worry have you heard about um people getting kicked out of dreams um i mean i've heard of some stories where they like were dreaming and then they were like asking what day what what time mm -hmm. is it yeah and then people started acting weird yeah kind of, like in a dream and the thing is that like, kind of it doesn't like it didn't only happen to one person like it's a regular thing that if if you start asking questions like where are we what date like what's the date or whatever like what year is it like they're gonna kick you out did, did that ever happen to you no i i don't know why have you ever I done never, it i've never asked anyone do it i want to know maya please oh god <laughs> you I'm have to tell next episode I mean, i'm brain dead in a hospital no it's just dream <laughs> the end so i mean i hope it's just a dream in the end <laughs> oh, or is it <laughs> yeah so and in the meantime, um, i'm time traveling in a different universe dimension yeah. whatever the multiverse is real and then there there comes spider-man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah okay so lucid dreaming can also be treated uh, can also be used to treat reoccurring nightmares and anxiety which I find very interesting I didn't know that before so for example it could basically help you if someone has PTSD and who tries to you know lucid dream that this could like help overcome this basically hmm. or the nightmares at least they have for, have from this okay let's get to the methods I think these methods are like there are five different ones I want to tell you and they're from this dr stephen laberge yeah so the first one is called wake initiated lucid dreaming short um, wild or wild this technique trains you direct to directly enter a dream from waking life and it kind of helps your mind to stay conscious while your body goes to sleep so what you do is lay down and relax until you experience a hypnagogic i don't know how to <laughs> say this hypna hypna Hypno hypnotizing what what's happening i don't know it's kind of like a hallucination like yeah like when uh, you get hypnotized. state yeah yeah kind of like that okay so when you're just about to sleep you have kind of like to enter a hallucination kind of like state apparently mm -hmm. but like this technique is i mean it's simple but it's very difficult to learn really so, that's how yeah. it usually like that's how the the things that i've done really okay. yeah like it starts with you you know like ready to go to bed and then you put this this uh like lesson whatever on while you're mm -hmm. trying to go to bed but you start awake and then yeah he basically just like kind of like guides you into sleep and then it teaches you how to okay but for example is it easy for you to fall asleep in general uh uh, no, for example, last night I slept like two hours. I don't know 
know why I could not fall asleep. I don't know. And um, mm. for that result, I am tired as fuck. But um, it wasn't a um, exponential learning curve either. For like sometimes it was super easy, like it happened, like without me even noticing it. And sometimes I had to work for it. And sometimes yeah. it didn't even work. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it says also here that um, when you practice like these other techniques, I'm about to tell you first, then it will increase the chance to be successful with this technique to mm -hmm. go directly into um, lucid dreaming mm -hmm. yeah so about these other techniques um, second one you might have heard of it it's reality testing so it's kind of like a form of mental training it increases metacognition by training your mind to notice your own awareness so it kind of like it says that like uh, your level of metacognition is similar in your waking and dreaming states so if you train a higher metacognition when you're awake this could also lead to a higher metacognition when you're dreaming mm -hmm. so that's why you have to train this while you're awake and then you just hope that you can you know your body kind of like does it in your dream as well so to try for reality, test reality testing follow um, you know some steps Mm -hmm. um, and you have to do them several times a day first of all you have to ask yourself am i dreaming and you have to check your environment to confirm whether you're dreaming or not and you have to notice your own consciousness and how you are engaging with your surroundings mm -hmm. and you can do this like you can for example set an alarm for every two or three hours to remind yourself to do that reality check like during your casual day you know every day i can't remember to drink water now you, <laughs> now you want me to casually like train for lucid dreaming yeah i mean it, it it doesn't work for everyone but like if it's for someone else it could work as well um you don't have to do it I and mean, obviously you are, are already lucid dreaming without this technique so that's pretty cool i'm special what can i say <laughs> <laughs> but um here are some examples for like reality checks that you can uh, do to lucid dream are for, uh, first of all mirrors so you check your reflection to see if it looks normal mm -hmm. or um solid objects is another thing like you push My your hand never looks normal in the mirror even when i'm fucking awake thanks body dysmorphia girl you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm just joking um so solid objects is like uh, it means like when you push your hand against a wall or like a table and you see if it goes through mm -hmm. um also some other people push for example their fingers into the into their opposite palm you can also just look at your hands like if they look normal or it, you can if, I'm, I'm sorry i'm just like if if my finger goes through my palm i'll freak out <laughs> well but then you will know that you're dreaming uh, or am i <laughs> <laughs> i hope so otherwise <laughs> Please tell me. I would like to know. <laughs> um, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, yeah. Um, so another thing you can do is time. Um, that you um, because like time in a dream clock, the clock will like constantly change. But if you're awake, obviously the time will you know change in a regular time, basically. Mm -hmm. Or you can also do breathing. So this is like popular reality check that like involves pinching your nose and seeing if you can still breathe, I guess. And if you can still breathe while you're pinching your nose, you're dreaming. <laughs> Or you're dead and you're yeah. standing in front of God trying to get into heaven. But we can because we've been laughing at the submarine mains. Oh, Jesus. Don't. <laughs> don't bring this up. <laughs> uh, 
god this yeah. is serious um, so uh you don't have to do all of those reality reality checks in fact it's recommended to just pick one Mm-hmm. and do it like multiple times a day and this will basically like train your mind to repeat the reality checks while dreaming um which can induce lucid dreaming mm-hmm. in the following yeah makes sense so this is like the second technique the third technique is called wake back to sleep or not wake back to bed short wbtb And it involves entering REM sleep while you're like also still conscious. So you set an alarm for five hours after your bedtime. Then you go to sleep as usual. And when the alarm goes off, you stay up for 30 minutes and you enjoy a quiet activity, for example, breathing. And then you fall (laughs) back asleep. But quietly. You can't breathe loudly. It has to be a quiet activity. (laughs) Exactly. Well, for example, you shouldn't be on your phone during that half hour. That I think wouldn't really do anything. Yeah, that's not happening ever yeah. so apparently when you then go back to sleep you will be more likely to lose a dream um but yeah you should um you know choose an activity that requires full alertness mm-hmm. yeah um the next technique is called mnemonic induction of lucid dreams short mild or mild and laberge created this technique in 1980 and it was it was one of the first methods that used scientific research to induce lucid dreams and it is based on a behavior called prospective memory which kind of like involves setting an intention to do something later so in this technique you make the intention to remember that your dream dreaming so here's basically how you do this you fall asleep um, and while you're doing this you think of a recent dream you've had and then you identify in this dream a dream sign or something that is like irregular irregular or strange in the dream for example the ability to fly which you obviously can do in real life so it's a dream sign and then you think about returning to the dream and you acknowledge the dream sign only happens when you dream and then you tell yourself the next time i dream i want to remember that i am dreaming like you have to recite this phrase in your head again and again and yeah so you basically that's that's the technique but you can also practice this after waking up uh, in the middle of the dream so if you because like this is usually like recommended as a dream will be fresher in your mind and you can do this technique uh, in combination with like reality testing and the other two uh, and the other sorry the other like other two techniques like reality testing and the one before uh wbtb so you combine this basically like with setting the alarm to wake up in five hours and then while you're awake you practice basically just techniques while you're saying the next time i dream i want to remember that i'm dreaming so you can combine these and then apparently then uh, you also have a greater chance to lose a dream mm-hmm. i hope i didn't explain this too complicated no it, it makes sense i think yeah <laughs> okay so the fifth and the last uh, technique that I have for you is keeping a dream journal. I actually did that uh, for a while back when I was younger, but it's it's been some time now. Mm. But I think of starting it again because honestly, it's so fucking funny to read through it afterwards because sometimes I've read down my dream and forgot that I read wrote it down. And then like a couple of days, I like later check like my dream journal and then I read this and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
sometimes it's just you know a few words i put together and it doesn't make any sense anymore but yeah yeah i had i had one too i think uh when i was younger even while i was mm. um you know in vienna and stuff um mm-hmm. <clears throat> i had one right next to the the bed remember i had that little vanity thing i mm-hmm. had one like in the in the drawer of it nice. um and i still remember <laughs> some of the dreams that i had but just because i had that little book so it's fine yeah that's it is it really especially is. if you're like prone to forgetting your dreams as soon as you wake up um you know if you like write it down real quick sometimes i i i tried to write it down and i got halfway and then everything was gone yeah yeah same it happens yeah. but um about this dream journal like apparently um it says that like when you write down your dreams you're forced to remember them like what happened during it and it's supposedly help supposedly help you recognize dream signs and enhance awareness um of your dreams mm-hmm. yeah for best results of course log your dreams as soon as you wake up <laughs> and it's also recommended to read your dream journal often yeah and my last facts check for today is how to wake up from a lucid dream because oh, sometimes okay. <laughs> i was like <laughs> Usually that just happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you might want to wake up from a lucid dream on purpose. So there are some methods you can try. First is you can call for help. So because like it said that like yelling in your dream tells your brain it's time to wake up. And or like if you manage to speak out loud, you might wake yourself up basically. Mm-hmm. Or you can blink because repeatedly blinking may help your mind get ready to wake up. Or you can fall asleep in your dream which i found very interesting <laughs> um because like if you're aware that you're dreaming and then you go to sleep in your dream you apparently can wake up and realize okay that's, yeah honestly that's a, that's this kind of like sounds like me. a trap yeah it sounds yeah. creepy and it sounds like a trap because like i've had dreams where i kind of like thought i would would have woken up but i was still in my dream mm-hmm. and then i kind of like started my day because i thought i'm awake and at some point i started realizing oh my god i'm still dreaming and then i tried to wake up i thought i woke up but i was still in my dream that was actually one of my nightmares i've had a couple mm-hmm. months no several months ago but yeah. I don't um yeah i wouldn't personally uh, <laughs> preferably use this method but yeah another thing you can do to wake up is read because um if you like try to read a sign or like a book in your dream this could like activate parts of your brain that like aren't used in the REM sleep stage and then you wake up mm-hmm. yeah so this is it from me Good job. i hope you learned something for everyone who is curious about these lucid dream methods uh i have it from a website of course like i can share the source if it's interesting uh, it's it's from the website Healthline, mm, basically yeah, how to famous. lucid dream, yeah. and from Healthline, yeah, so it's pretty cool. All right, um, I actually kind of found something while I was uh, trying to find a good story. I I found a uh, picture. Can you open my document on our drive? One second. Okay, which one? Uh, Episode seventeen. It's, yes. <laughs> it's low. Ah, okay, I have it. The most common dream in every country. Yeah, that isn't is that fun? So I found are, it just the like most randomly. common dreams for each country. Slow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. So I was, you know, like curious. What is the one for like Germany? Mm-hmm. It's it's pregnancy. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Why? Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I don't know. It makes sense. It's scary. I'm um, just thinking, did I ever dream that I was pregnant? I'm I not sure. I think so. I think so. I kind of remember something like once you, you talked about like you dreamt that you were pregnant. Yeah, but I don't remember it now anymore. But it kind of like it rings a bell. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> no. But it's not like I dream that every day. So <laughs> yeah, well, I dream it, dream it very often. That you're pregnant. Yeah. Damn. Did you uh, check it? for Hungary yeah for Hungary it is dead people <laughs> what <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which makes sense we do dream about like dead relatives and stuff a lot damn yeah um for <laughs> for America and even Canada the most dreamt dream is teeth falling out that is so weird yeah like all I can see that like most of the the common dreams are snakes pregnancy and teeth falling out yeah that's very interesting if you look at it like it's snake almost every second uh, country yeah that's what i noticed as well it, it's for some probably... it's marriage <laughs> yeah you know it's I guess it's like oh my god blood where um africa i think where? it's it's cape cape ah that, i see it that, that verde is that what it's called i can't really re i can't really read yeah, it me it's neither not, but no. ex relationship <gasps> madagascar what, what country is that madagascar ah yeah but there's also another one in oh, um, uh, where in west africa oh um i don't know you, Give me a you, sec. Do, do you have a map? <laughs> yeah. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's right next to Nigeria. <laughs> it's Togo. Is it? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I know a guy from there. Yeah, you know a guy, wink wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> let's not discuss this. Uh, what? Discuss what? <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing i'm sorry <laughs> damn oh japan is also ex-relationship sure what is peacock peacock you don't know what's a peacock maybe i don't know the english word peacock is the the bird you know with the like the super like it, it has like a fen like feather and it's like super colorful ah fall fall wait i, I don't I'll, I'll, I'll google it for you okay well we are definitely by the way we're definitely gonna upload this map because it's super interesting it's fun right so for the people ah yeah it's a fowl in german okay peacock um this map is really cool so everyone <laughs> check out the instagram or whatever twitter i don't know it's gonna uh, be there well it actually should be on both but honestly i'm so behind <laughs> I, I, I don't remember the last time I posted something yeah you don't have to from the episodes before but maybe from this I mean I probably should we have everything is, saved so this picture is amazing it's fun right it's I don't know so what's interesting. the I don't know what's the teeth falling out thing but oh, this is so, I'm sorry but this is so ironic the most common dream from Iceland is snow oh that is <laughs> cute <laughs> Oh my god. Hat? Yeah. Greece? Greece's most common stream is hat? Apparently. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, Cyprus is sea, which makes very much sense. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for showing me this. You're welcome. <laughs>
I love it. Have you ever dreamt about your teeth falling out? I don't think so. Me neither. Actually, no. Mm. All right. Yes. Let's get into my story because we're going to be here forever otherwise. Yeah. So. Start with the story. While okay. you're talking, I'm going to go fill up my drink, but I'm still going to hear you. So tell right. the story. Um. So since this is like a different kind of episode, we're talking about dreams. There's not much like scientific thing, you know, like, like backup for it. Um, so this story is gonna be more like a, like a little bedtime story for you. There's some liberties that have been taken with this story, you know, like conversations and stuff that we don't actually know that happened, but it's kind of like, you know, how do you say it? it this story is a little bit manicured, if you want to call it that way. Manicured. Okay. So it's, it's, it's just like made, made prettier a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and Martin was tired of the awful dream. Twice now, she'd woken after terrible visions of her stepdaughter, Maria, dead and buried under the dusty floor of a barn half a mile from a cottage and shared with her husband, Thomas, in Polstead. Uh, it's England, by the way. Okay. At first, Anne believed that it was just a bad nightmare. To interpret it otherwise was ir irrational, but when the dream returned, she started to have second thoughts. One day she approached Thomas and asked him to bring her some peace of mind. I think were I in your place, I would go and examine the red barn, she suggested. Bewildered Thomas asked why. I have very frequently dreamed about Maria and said, and twice before Christmas, I dreamt that Maria was murdered and buried under the red barn. She, she would have told him sooner and explained, but uh, was afraid he would think she was superstitious. Mm -hmm. The Red Barn was a prominent landmark in Polstead, a giant corner of England's Suffolk country countryside, named for a unique red brick roof. The building on Barnfield Hill was the last known meeting place between Maria Martin and her lover, William Corder. Okay, question. Yes. Um, so this Anne, yeah. she lives with her husband and she lives with his daughter, which is her stepdaughter. Yes. But she also has a lover. No, the daughter has a lover maria oh, the daughter has a lover okay yes. so the daughter is uh, an adult yes so n is the the lady who's dreaming yeah um and maria is the stepdaughter who okay. has a lover but does she live with the parents uh i i think so it's not really important i'm not sure okay and one more thing sorry do you know what time this story plays at? yes uh it's it's in a couple sentences but it's 1827 okay all right uh the pair had used the barn as a rendezvous point before apparently eloping to ipswich on may 18th 1827 maria's family hadn't heard from her in in the 11 months since the Martins often wrote letters to the couple, but Maria never responded. Whenever Corder returned to Polstead, he always offered a slew of excuses explaining why Maria hasn't like wasn't writing. Mm, that already <laughs> sounds very suspicious. Yeah, she was busy. Her mail must have gotten lost. She had injured her hand and couldn't write back. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. reassured them, however, that Maria was happy and basically fine. That's that's what her parents want to hear, right? Like she's. Basically fine. <laughs> Basically, yeah, <laughs> of course. 
but when his wife began having bad dreams thomas martin decided to dutifully check the red barn for any indications of a foul play he puttered around the structure and carefully removed litter from the floor and then noticed an unusual slump in the dirt according oh, to no. one account thomas a mole catcher by trade began loosening the ground and the mole catching with a mole catching spike and upon lifting the tool dredged up a chunk of rotten rotting human flesh thomas didn't have to dig more than two feet to discover that his wife prophecy might be true in a shallow hole lay a decomposed human skeleton wrapped in a sack it had long hair and a green handkerchief around its neck upon Aww. seeing the body thomas refused to dig any further he started for home when he found his wife thomas asked if she recalled maria wearing a handkerchief the day she ran off to elope and if so what color was it and searched her memories and nodded maria had been wearing a bandana that william corder had given her a green one she said william corder was a troublemaker the son of a wealthy farmer the sly ladies man who went by the nickname foxy was known to forge checks and steal animals from neighboring farms on occasion he kidnapped his father's pigs and pocketed the money from the sale by account uh, by some accounts that was not the life that young men aspired to gordon uh, wanted to become a teacher or journalist but when his father refused to financially support those endeavors quarter instead uh, sustained his bank account from uh, with the fruit of petty crime whatever quarter's motivations none of that matters to his paramour maria martin a 24 year old single mother her first child whose father was quarter's older brother had died early but her second child born to uh, a member of the gen gentry whatever that is who had no interest in marrying uh, the daughter of a lowly mole catcher but he was still alive uh, this second father regularly sent money to help the child but was otherwise abs absent from maria's life so when uh, william corder returned to polstead to help his family's farm in 1825 maria quickly fell for the really smooth talker anyways <laughs> okay. after all Porter showed that he could handle some responsibility. The same year he came back to town, his father died, and two of his brothers became permanently hobbled by tuberculosis, leaving young Porter mm. as one of the last able-bodied men in the family capable of running the farm. Around the time he assumed these duties, a romance between him and Maria began to blossom. Mm. Uh, at first, the couple tried to keep their relationship secret, but life had other plans. In 1826, Maria became pregnant for the third time. Gorder proposed that they marry shortly after the infant was born. Tragically, Wait. Maria became pregnant for the third time, or for the first time. Third. So he, uh, she had a kid with um, this dude's brother, but the brother died early. Okay. And then she had a kid with another dude that the dude, like the, that one, he didn't want to do anything with her or the kid, mm -hmm. but he still sent money to take care of the kid. Okay, okay. So she became pregnant for the third time okay uh tragically only two weeks after its birth the baby died in maria's arms maria's mm. father and stepmother carefully placed the lifeless infant in a box and wrapped it in a napkin 
Quarter promised to bury it somewhere safe. Quarter uh, also promised that he still wanted to marry Maria, child or not. There was just one stipulation, he said. It had to happen soon. According to Quarter, rumors were floating that the constable was going to punish Maria for having a child out of wedlock called bastardy. Uh, the crime was punishable by public whipping. What the fuck? Yeah, we love uh, <clears throat> England in the 1800s. Yeah, what a land. <laughs> In other words, they had to elope. Around noon on May 18th, 1827, Corder ran to the Martin cottage and told Maria that it was time to go. The constable, he said, was prepared to arrest her at any moment. Maria began to sob. Meanwhile, Maria's sister Anne noticed that the young man was carrying a gun. He told me not to meddle with it as it was loaded, she'd recalled. She'd recall. To avoid capture, Corder told Maria to dress in disguise and handed her a man's waistcoat, a hat, a pair of trousers, and a green bandana. He Very placed creative. the rest... Yeah, because that, that's... <laughs> that's how you want to elope, right? <laughs> Dressed as a man with the, the green hell? bandana. <clears throat> he placed the rest of her clothes in a bag and told her to meet him at the red barn down the road, where she could get dressed in her wedding clothing, or her own clothing. Afterwards, they would flee to Ipswich and get married. Gordon then slipped out uh, the front door and Maria, in male costume, left out back. She was never seen again. Eleven months after she left, the police found William Corder married to a different woman and running a boarding school for girls in West London. Ooh. The dude, the lover who she was supposed to get married to, they found him uh, married to another woman in London. What the hell? Running a boarding school for girls. Okay. Yeah. When the police accused him, they asked if he had ever known a woman by the name Maria Martin. I never knew any such person, even by name, he responded. Immediately, the crime captured people's attention and imagination. Here was the story of a poor country girl, a single, single mother no less, who was seduced and fooled by a wealthy cat who lured her to her death with the promise of a marriage. What an asshole. Yeah. No less was the fact that the poor mo woman's body was uh, discovered thanks to, to a dream. Yeah, that's actually very creepy. <laughs> we will get to it. <laughs> so this, this happened for real? Uh, yes, this is a real story sorry no less amazing was the fact that the poor woman's body was discovered thanks to a dream for newspapers the story was pure catnip it really appears more like a romance than a tale of common life within mm. days of the body's discovery Polstead became bustling place literally crowded with strangers from all parts of the adjacent country in fact the scorter said in jail Polstead would hold its most well-attended summer fair in ages with amusements that included uh, rowing ballad singers and theatrical productions all telling sensationalized version of the red barn murder story hmm. by the start of quarter's trial in early august the whole country was familiar with the twisted story thousands of people's people flocked to Polstead to witness the proceedings and nearly all of the inns and public houses in the county ran out of rooms um the day before the trial many visitors had no beds to sleep in at all. Demands to watch the proceedings was high enough that tickets were required. Okay. People are just... They were just fascinated by this. Yeah, I guess. 
The crowd outside the courthouse numbered in the thousands. The scene was so jammed with uh, the ticket tackers, ticket tacker, whatever, even members of the court had trouble reaching the front door. When the sheriff's carriage arrived, it couldn't squeeze through the crowd. Uh, the Lord, Lord Chief Baron had to be carried off his legs on his way to his carriage to the bench, Curtis writes. It was mayhem. Counselors, magistrates, juniors were wedged together. Once everybody who, who could fit in the courthouse was settled, the counts against William Corder, all 10 of them, which included shooting, stabbing, and strangulation, were read. A model of the red barn was placed on the table in the courtroom, and the counsel of the crown began to make its case against the young farmer. The evidence certainly seemed damning. Maria's stepmother was in the room uh, when Corder and Maria had made plans to meet in the red barn. At the coroner's inquest, held shortly after the body was discovered, the constable denied ever telling Corder uh, he had warned out for Maria's arrest. Corder had waffled constantly whenever asked about Maria's whereabouts, and in Corder's London's residence, police had found a French passport, a suspicious indication that he might have been planning to flee the country. In a trembling voice, Corder defended his name and blame the press for slandering the press for slandering his reputation and sealing his fate reading from the written statement he declared by that powerful engine the press which regulates the opinion of so many persons in this country and which is too often i fear taught unintentionally the slanderer and destroyer of innocence i have had the misfortune to be depicted in the most humiliated and revolting characters. I have been described by the press as the most depraved of human monsters. Maybe because you are. <clears throat> Who said that? I didn't. Uh... <laughs> but what I what I was just thinking of, like, okay, so the stepmother says um, I had dreams or visions about my stepdaughter being buried in the red barn. Mm -hmm. What if she lied? I'm just gonna keep reading, okay? Yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Corder went on to claim that he had indeed argued with Maria in the Red Barn, but he did not kill her. Uh, rather, she had shot and killed herself. The young man what? claimed he had panicked and had buried Maria as well as it was able. Uh, as well as I was able, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The jury deliberated for just 35 minutes before returning a verdict of guilty. Corder nearly wilted to the floor as the judge read his sentence. Yeah, no shit. That was not a good defense for him <laughs> that he had. He didn't have any. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, uh, do, 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 do. my advice to you is not to flatter yourself with the slightest hope of mercy on earth, the judge said. That you be taken back to prison from whence you came, and that you be taken from thence on Monday next to a place of execution, and that hmm. you there be hanged by the neck until you are dead, and that you, your body shall afterwards be dissected and anatomized, and maybe 
may the Lord God Almighty of his infinite goodness have mercy on your soul. Days later, on August 11th, 1828, a crowd of at least 7,000 people gathered around the gallows and watched a visibly weak quarter step up on the scaffold. Earlier, earlier that week, he had confessed to a prison chaplain claiming that he and Maria had gotten into an argument, possibly about their dead baby, who had never received a proper uh, Christian burial and had accidentally shot her in the face during a scaffold. What the fuck? Yeah. As Gordon stared out at the crowd, um, the air felt still. I am guilty, he said, quivering. My sentence is just, I deserve my fate, and may God have mercy upon me. A cap that was uh, draped over his face, a rope was tied around his neck, and gravity did the rest. William's quarter's corpse swung gently in the wind for an hour before being taken down and placed in a nearby hall, where the county surgeon sliced into the chest and folded back the skin to display the muscle of the chest. Then the doors wait. Then the doors were opened to the public. Thousands mm. of inspectors marched singles file to gawk at quarters' remains. Well, that's kind of weird. Why would they do that? No, that's very English. Like, that's very nice. Okay. God. And we're still talking Fuck. about the 1800s, like early 1800s. So, 1900. Hmm? It's 18, 18, 18 20 18, something. 20, where are we? 18. Let me see. That's 1828. Yeah, that's the that's the 1900. No, that's the 19th century. Yeah, sorry. That's the 1800s. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, confusion. Right. We figured it out. Yes. Um, the following day, the body became the centerpiece of an autopsy attended by doctors and medical students from across the county. Quarter's organs were removed and inspected, and his body stripped of its skin, which was tanned and wrapped around the cover of a book chronicling his misdeeds. What? Yeah, they made him into why? a book. Why? Because he was a bad <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Like, he's dead. <laughs> just fucking let him rot somewhere why oh, this is girl it's the 18th century are... england oh. we like drama they are super religious but they <laughs> think god would want them to make a book out of a person details it's not important yeah yeah why why am i even bothering like why am i even surprised okay so in 1846, Punch magazine would cynically joke that murder is doubtless a very shocking offense. Nevertheless, as what is done is not to be undone, let us make our money of it. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's it's fun. Um, indeed, mm -hmm. over the next century, the Red Barn murder continued to fascinate the public, becoming a profitable co cottage industry for artists and entertainers mm -hmm. who wrote songs, poems, plays, and cheap penny dreadfuls about the incidents. Um, one particularly broadside published by the printer James Catnack sold more than a million copies. What? Yeah. Polstead became a Macabre pilgrimage site where tourists, some 200,000 people, are said to have visited the town in 1828 alone. So in one year. Eventually, Oof. yeah. 
eventually stripped the red barn bear. The wood was uh, reportedly sold as toothpicks. Even poor Maria Martin's resting place suffered from the grubby hands of souvenir hunters who mercilessly chipped away at her gravestone until it was oh little more than a stump. What yeah. the fuck? Interest in the murder was so great that little physical evidence of the grisly happenings remained. The book bound in corner skin, however, is still stored at Moines Hall Museum in Bury St. Edmund, Suffolk. And the, and the cockin where posted coroners carried out his inquest to identify the skeleton of Maria Martin is still in operation. If you visit and grab a pint, you just may hear people singing an eerie ballad that is now in canon. Oh god, this is in Old English. Okay. Come all you bold young thoughtless men, a warning take by me. Think of my unhappy faith to be handed upon the tree. My name is William Corden. To you I do declare. I courted Maria Martin, most beautiful and fair. I promised I would marry her upon a certain day. Instead of that, I resolved to take her life away. <laughs> I, I went into her father's beautiful. house. Beautiful. It's not done yet. I went into her father's house on the 18th of May, saying, My dear Maria, we will fix the wedding day. If you will meet me at the Red Barn, as sure I have life, I will take you to Ipswich Town and there make you my wife. I then went home and fetched my gun, my pickaxe, and my spade. I went into the Red Barn and there I dug her grave. That's it. But I don't understand like why he had to kill her because okay <laughs> their child so. died like he could have just left yes all right so <clears throat> we're gonna adventure into rumors now okay <laughs> okay all right so there are rumors that after the trial um doubts were raised about both of the story of n martin like the the lady who dreamt the dream so her mm -hmm. her uh the stepmother yes the stepmother's dreams and the fate of Corden and maria martin's child Anne was only a year older than maria what yeah and it was suggested that she and Corder had been having an affair and that the two had planned to murder to dispose of of maria so that it could continue without hindrance Anne's but... dreams <sighs> wait Anne's dreams has started only a few days after Corder married Moore um, and it was suggested that jealousy was the motive for revealing the body's uh, resting place and 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 the dreams were were like made up okay well this is definitely that sounds like like more logic than like <laughs> believing she just dreamt that the fucking mm -hmm. corpse just lies there but i don't know isn't her husband more of a problem to them than the stepdaughter uh, apparently not this is just oh god the story <laughs> this this kind of tracks to me just because he like he was supposed to marry uh, maria right and yeah. in 11 months he was already married to someone else and he was already a fuck boy to begin with yeah so it just like tracks to me that he would he would try to fuck the stepmother too yeah yeah it, of course yeah like i wouldn't doubt that to be mm. honest also so uh, but like um sorry so the theory that they both killed them to get her together mm -hmm. um then why didn't he stay why did he left and marry someone else after she was gone so they would you know i don't know 
know. Like, I don't maybe, know. Like maybe <laughs> maybe Anne killed her, and he watched, and maybe Anne killed her for him. Yeah, and then he helped her bury her, and but he couldn't live with himself, so he left anyway. Who knows? I don't know. But the thing is that like she came up with these dreams uh, after he married the new girl <clears throat> in London. Ah, okay. So maybe that was like revenge. Like exactly, he left me. Exactly. With the corpse here. Okay. Exactly. That makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. But that was so risky. Like, how did people believe that she had visions? Like, not vision, just a dream. Yeah. How how did people believe that it was just a dream? Like, I don't. I don't know. know. Wasn't I wasn't think... it like still witch trials back then or something? Wasn't that like the 1600s? Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, been how, a while how since can... our witch episode. <laughs> how how do people believe that she just dreamt that? Now, how did no one uh I ask think... themselves like, well, how could she dreamed that i think this was like the dream itself was made into like such a small little detail in the whole story because everything else was more interesting right like there was a yeah. single mother who fell in love and then whatever da, 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 yeah. and then the dude killed her whatever and now he's in in london married to another one it's just like a lot more like interesting and like scandalous stuff are going on than just a dream that led to her husband going into the what is it called yeah. barn but in my opinion that's the most interesting and weird thing about this whole thing i know why do you think i chose this story <laughs> what the people back then i don't i mean i don't yeah. have to understand and i will never but there's also there's another rumor which um is about the death of the the quarters and and uh, maria's child mm -hmm. um uh, so both claim that they had taken their dead child to be buried in sudbury but no records of this could be discovered and no trace was found at the of the child's burial site oh. um and his in his written confession quarter admitted that he and uh maria had argued on the day of the murder over possible over, over over uh the possibility of the burial site being discovered so it could be that like they they were arguing about the the burial site like where it was like actually but why would they tell people they buried it there when they didn't it, because it was a child out of wedlock ah uh, yeah okay they weren't married yeah so but like i mean a pregnancy takes like nine months as soon as you notice you're pregnant you know the father why they could have already been married by then yeah i don't know why they waited it makes no sense to me either because yeah like, and then in the story reason. it even said like he he pushed her like if you want to if i still want to marry you but it had to be now like why was he then pushing why was he pushing all of a sudden when he wasn't pushing before because he told her that the constable was about to come and arrest her like he was pushing her for some reason to get married but i don't know why because he didn't gain anything from it right yeah like she wasn't rich she wasn't anything like that so i don't know the whole yeah. thing is 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 very interesting yeah, yeah. <clears throat> a lot of questions yeah there's another like uh suspect if you want to call that but it's just a rumor that apparently there was a local gypsy woman who might have killed her okay but, but like okay it, for what reason exactly it's very random okay yeah that is random so yeah that's that's my story for her dream episode <laughs> I, i mean i honestly don't know what to think <laughs> it's yeah the dude got turned into a book that's the moral of this stuff. 
<laughs> Moral of the story: What we learned today: Don't, don't kill cheat or on you will people, turn. Or we yeah. will turn you into a book. <laughs> yeah, and that book is still in a museum today. Yep, yep. We just can't everything. Yep. And I guess because the story was so big, that's why you know there are still records about it, probably, right? Exactly. Like, um, if you click on the link that I have in my uh, uh document, yeah, there are pictures of them. Also, oh, there exists still pictures of them. I mean, it's not picture, but like you know, like oh, um, it's drawn. Yeah, like drawing and stuff like that. The first picture is is our lovely lover. Ah, he's ugly. Yeah. And the below that is uh, Maria, one of her child, I guess. Where is it? Ah, there I see it. Okay. Oh, she looks so innocent. Yeah, she does kind of look like. I mean, she wasn't that innocent. She she got pregnant <laughs> three times. She so. she was modern. Okay, she, she didn't was a care for marriage. Woman. Yes, she was a modern mm -hmm. woman. Um, and there's uh, after that there's a pamphlet about his um uh execution. Mm. And there's also a picture of his ex execution and how many people were there. Oh yeah, that looks like a lot of people. That's a lot of people for a little little city of of in Suffolk. How many people did you say were there? Like seven thousand. Yeah. Damn. And over the year, two hundred thousand people came to just to like visit the barn and like take little rocks and shit. People are so nosy. People like morbid shit, and it's been yeah. like that forever. Yeah. Did you like the story? I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the the names were a bit hard actually. Like I know, his name is kind of weird, and the 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 town's name is weird mm -hmm. and stuff. But I mean, it's England. It's not you know yeah. our usual stuff. But um, at first, I started my research about like oh people telling people about their dreams and like what happened and if they came true blah 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 but it was just like so boring people were just like i dreamt that my boyfriend cheated on me and it came true i'm like okay <laughs> Uh, this, is, this is boring i'm gonna i need some book made out of human skin or something uh, <laughs> uh, yeah well that is definitely a surprising turn yeah i was surprising like surprising no, end for the man this cannot get worse and it did but i mean we believe he definitely wasn't innocent when it comes to her death right so I don't know, probably actually. I probably think... and played a role as well yeah i i'm i'm that that part seems like just just like seems to click to me i think he was he was fucking Anne, and maria was in her way she killed her she was like okay let's be together now and then he ran off and 11 months later he married another girl and then she was like oh i dreamed she was in the in the barn no but i mean it is it is proof that they wanted to meet at the barn right yeah that's the thing so like when they made the plans and it was in the room yeah but it was only those three or yeah oh, okay so that's the so whole... she could have said literally anything she could have said that like she could have stopped this she could have said like i know i don't remember that they made a plan yeah hmm. yeah so... and definitely is sus and it's sus as fuck yeah. <laughs> and the fact that like she wasn't uh she was a year older than uh maria so it, it was like right up his alley too it, it wasn't like yeah. she was a grandma or something yeah i'm so oh, proud I of myself father then <laughs> why i've never heard a story before i finally found some that like, nobody talked about oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's probably hard for someone like you to find a story that you've yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know every single fucking serial killer by heart. I know what they did. I know what their mommy issues were. I know everything. Yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> well, thanks for the story, Maya. You're very welcome. <laughs> it was very entertaining. I was like, I was just listening in suspense, and then unfortunately, you couldn't like video chat this time because like my internet connection is so bad. But my face was like from <gasps> to what? <laughs> to what? <laughs> I think uh, it came back with your voice. So. I hope so. <laughs> well, yeah. Ah. Well, I guess we're uh, we at did the it. end of, of of this episode already. What? Yeah. I mean, why am I saying already by now? <laughs> yeah, I, it it was a long story. Sorry, but it's, I just had fine. to read this. It was like well written. It so. actually went by pretty quick, in my opinion. It didn't feel long. Yeah, not for me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> my voice is done <laughs> yeah i mean that's how it is when you have a podcast uh, yeah i should get used to you it you better train your voice <laughs> i'll start screaming just for mm. practice <laughs> all right i'm not sure if that's the best practice <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah all right it was a good episode i think yeah me too i am or we are very curious if you guys will like it as well we hope so and if not see tell you. us tell us if you yeah, did tell us. tell us if you didn't <laughs> tell us about your weird lucid dream stories oh yes please i need more experiences i'm so curious i, I really hope that i'm gonna be able to do it one day i think you will be it's really like you can do it you know how to meditate and stuff right i mean i've never really seriously meditated so mm. like i've i've have like phases where i meditate for like five minutes in the morning after i got up but like that's yeah. it yeah i mean so, it's yeah. similar yeah we'll see i may try one of those methods or even more like i definitely want to start my dreaming journal again and i think i'm gonna start using the reality check technique mm -hmm. and maybe i'll try the method or tech technique when i like um go to sleep and i think of an old dream of mine that i liked and then i'm gonna like try to get into that again to, to like to go back to yeah and like to uh identify the dream sign basically and you know mm -hmm. try to make myself conscious doing it oh, yeah. we'll, see. we'll see i'll let we'll you see. know <laughs> okay <laughs> if you're curious yes please keep me updated with your <laughs> dreamy wanderings yeah. thanks for listening <laughs> bye <laughs> yes thanks for listening see you next time guys bye 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 i'm dancing too <laughs> <laughs>